Jared, let's start a podcast. Bro, that sounds like the greatest idea in the world that you've had yet. Podcasting, let's go. Woo! Guys, welcome to the Connect Podcast. Here's the idea that you listen to this podcast and you grab a group of friends and then you guys discuss the content because it's, it's rough out there. We're not meeting together as a Connect group on a Friday night at Warmer Methodist. We're in quarantine. So if you're gonna do that over FaceTime, over Zoom, you're gonna do it in your pod groups, whatever that looks like, it's gonna be good. But Jared, what is this week's topic? This week we are speaking about hard times, hard realities, and this is about our series um, about hope and mourning and actually processing things that we've lost during the year, processing that we're actually going through really hard times. And I don't know about you, Ben, but it's been, I'd say in the last year, it's been quite a rough time to be a teenager, a young adult, any person that's working. It's been real struggles and people have been under massive stress. And so I think it's really important that we actually acknowledge that we have hard times and hard realities. This got deep really fast and I want to be shallow for a moment. Have you seen that Netflix has brought out The Office? Bro, I was so stoked. I have been binging it like crazy. Can I tell you a slightly embarrassing truth? Yes. Are you sure you're ready for this? I'm ready. I'm on like season five of The Office already. How? Dude. It literally came out like a week ago. No, dude, it came out the beginning of the year, okay. And I was on leave for a bit, so I had lots of time to do officing, but it's, it's been wild. I heard you have a secret location that you go and watch The Office. I have a secret location, I go watch The Office? What does Apparently. that mean? Apparently. That's the rumor. I don't know. Who's this telling you these rumors? I just want to confirm if it is. I don't have a secret location. I watch The Office at home. That's not secret. So, hard times, hard realities. Here's the thing I've had to do. We want to talk about the fact that actually we have to grieve the fact that life has been different. Yeah. And uh, we, we've got to mourn the fact that last year and this year is not going like we planned. And we actually also then need to talk about the fact that we need to have hope. So we're doing a four-week series on grieving, mourning, and hope. So grief and hope. And we want to talk about how we're going to mourn and how we're going to have hope. And so number one thing, what have you had to grieve? I think the biggest thing I've had to grieve in the last year is community. Um, I've been so used to having community around me and people around me. And to suddenly go from that to actually being in my house by myself. I mean, that takes a lot of time with your thoughts by yourself. Um, and it takes a lot out of you. And, and I think during the year I had to actually physically stop and pause because I was burnt out from having to be online studying and also having like a little bit of a mental yeah. block. Um, and so I had to mourn the fact that I'm not in the usual healthy space that I am because I'm not around my community. That's, that's been really tough. I have definitely had to mourn the fact that this year started differently. I had to mourn the fact that right now you guys are listening to this via podcast. Are we not gathering in person? I had to mourn the fact that the first sermon I preached in 2021, I preached in an empty room. And Holy Spirit was there, but it was rough. And I've had to mourn those things. But uh, I've also had to steward hope. And uh, what's, what, what, what are you focusing on for hope right now? At the moment, what I'm focusing on for hope, like I know it sounds cliche, but it's actually just fixing and keeping my eyes on Jesus. And we'll talk a little bit more about that a little bit later, but actually like seeing what Jesus wants to do in this year rather yeah. than, because like if I can try and do everything in my own strength, but it's, it ends up where I got into that place of last year. And I know if I keep my eyes and see what the Lord wants me to do, that, that actually that he inspires me and that I get my motivation and love from him. 
um, it's, it'll take it to a whole new level for me. And for you? For me, hope is actually this. I feel lots of hope doing this because I, I felt so stuck with like, how are we going to gather? And actually, with you guys being in pod groups, gathering and homes and gathering on WhatsApp and listening to the podcast, like we can still be connected in community as long as we intentional and we choose to. So I want to encourage you guys, be intentional, listen to this podcast every week and gather a group of friends and let's see what Jesus does. It's going to be wild. But like, take us into the scripture, bro. Yeah, I think I just want to open up in a little passage in uh, Psalm 34, verse 17 to 18. And it says, The righteous cry out, and the Lord hears them. He delivers them from all their troubles. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirits. Come on. Sure. Jesus is near. And so here's the thing. Like, we've been crushed this year. It's been a tough year. Mm. So I want you guys to grab a pen, a piece of paper, maybe pull out your phone. And I want you to write this down. I want you to write point one, don't do it alone. That's such an important point. And I'm just going to reiterate it. Don't do it alone. Because the point is this, like when we, when we grieve something, we go into a dark place and we let ourselves feel the pain. Mm. Don't do that alone because you need someone who's going to pull you out of that dark space. And when, you, when you're pursuing hope, like do that with a group of people. And that's what your pod group's about, doing it with a group of people saying we're going to pursue hope together. We're going to focus on what Jesus is doing. We're going to sit in the pain and cry about the things that we missed, but then we're going to stop that and we're going to focus on Jesus. Yeah, and I think we also saw it last year is that when you start isolating yourself, like it's just you and, and, and the enemy can really attack. But the minute we start getting into community, we get people around us, like you said, that can pull us out of that place, out of that, that mental space, out of that heart space even. Because I know we can, there's different types of people that, people that think and people that feel. And so though it really does affect how you actually live your life. If you're doing it isolated, it's really hard. But if you do it in community, at least you're not doing it on your own. That's so good. And uh, you gave us this line, Jared. You said, not me, but we. Yeah, not I think me, not we. me, but we is, is it's, it's something so simple, but it's something that, that can really change your life. The minute you actually say, hey, it, it's, it's not about what I'm doing. It's, it's more about what can we do together? What can we do as a community? How can we uplift ourselves while being uplifted by those around us? Because I think the minute we try and do things in our own, like I said earlier, and doing things in your own strength, we're going to hit walls. Yeah. And we're going to hit good. walls. Um, really and, and we're going to not be able to do it really well. And so the minute we can get people around us, we can find people that will show us, hey, like, here's a different way we can do something. Here's, here's a different way we can do life. And the minute we start realizing we're not doing this by ourselves, then it's not about me. It's, it's about we. That's and, so good. And being in community. And I mean, you, you speak about this quite often. is about the, the Trinity. And I know you want to touch on that a bit as well. Yeah, the Trinity, God, Father... The Son and the Holy Spirit is one God, but they choose to interact as, as the Trinity because they want community, and we invited into that community. So we need to do this in community. We can't do it alone. So here's it. Write down this question. You can discuss it in your groups if you want. What is important about community? What is important about community? And then like, question one, point A, if you want to ask, say that, is like, what does community look like for you right now? What does that look like for you? If you're at home alone, if you're not going to school, what does community look like for you? Hey, take some time and discuss that. Have you watched One Division yet? No, unfortunately I have not. Guys, it's unbelievable. Abby and I are hooked on One Division. It, the, you have to push through the first 20 minutes of the first episode. Is it quite, I heard it's quite cringe. 
it's like it's super cringe because you don't know what you're expecting, but then it gets so good. It's wild. So if you're a Marvel, if you're not a Marvel fan, I'll pray for you. If you're like, yeah, it's okay. Jesus still loves you. But if you're a Marvel fan, guys, you need to get hold of One Division. It's so great. Jared, uh, you, you grabbed us a scripture, Isaiah 55, verse 9. I'm just going to read it. As high as the heavens are above the earth, so my ways and my thoughts are higher than yours. What does that mean? What that means is actually, like, the reality is if we start taking the mindset of Christ during that, this time of being in pod groups and we start actually focusing on what he thinks about us and what he feels about us, yeah. it's going to take us somewhere that's a little bit higher than what we're used to um, and, and what we've experienced in terms of our intimacy with the Lord. Yeah. Um, and so it's so important that we're taking on his thoughts, we're taking on his mindset, because the minute we, we start looking at hard realities and hard situations, like, it can become quite overwhelming and it can become quite disheartening. And, and like in that first passage, we become crushed in spirits. Yeah. Um, and, and that's not Jesus' heart for us, actually. Yeah. His heart for us is to be in wholeness and in fullness and actually encountering all that the presence has to offer us in, the, in terms of the fruits of the Spirit and encountering that, that hope. And our perspective is so low sometimes. Like we get stuck looking at things. It reminds me of, um, so last year sometime, no, 2019, I think, Abby and I were in Kruger National Park. We'd seen the whole big five except leopard. And so I had the binoculars glued to my eyes and I was like scanning the trees for leopard. And Abby nudged me and she pointed like right by the car and there was a whole, I don't know what you call it, pride of, of cheetah. I don't know what you call a group of cheetahs. Um, a litter of cheetahs. What would you call a group of cheetahs? I don't know, I feel like a pack. A pack of cheetahs. There was a whole pack of cheetahs just lying right there in the grass, and I would have missed it. Um, and so here's the truth. What you focus on consumes you and becomes bigger. So what you focus on becomes bigger. And so we have two choices. Look, we need to mourn the things that are painful, the things that we missed this year. We need to, we need to take time to grieve it. But if that's our only focus, it becomes so big, it consumes us, and we end up in depression, isolation. And so we need to do it process stuff to make sure that we stay uh, emotionally healthy, but at some point we need to put our focus on Jesus and Jesus alone, and actually what you focus on becomes bigger. And it's possible to focus on Jesus and mourn stuff, because Jesus never ran away from pain. When Jesus stood outside the tomb of Lazarus, Lazarus, he cried, even though he knew he was about to raise him from the dead. He had hope for Lazarus coming back from the dead. Come on, son. Preach the gospel there. I don't know if I can do that, but he still cried. Yeah. And if that got confusing for you guys listening on audio, I just had to get excited and jump around for a moment. Wow. So here's question number two. Uh, your second question to discuss alone as a group. Grab a, uh, a pen, take a note. What are some ways that you can keep your focus on Jesus? And maybe for group, what are ways that you guys use to keep focus on Jesus? And take some time to discuss that or process that with Jesus. Jared, I know this is starting to sound like I only talk about movies, but can I tell you one of the greatest successes of 2021? What was that, Ben? Abby is watching Star Wars with me. The Lord is alive and moving. How did you do that, bro? This is, this is how you know the Lord's good, because I married her thinking she didn't like Star Wars, and that was tough for me. That, that was tough. That was, actually, sure, that was bro, one that, of the that, check that's boxes. That's like deal breaker stuff, right? Do you know there. you have a checklist of things that you need in the person you're going to marry? 
and you've got that checklist and she just didn't check that one. But actually, when you take stuff that's really dear to your heart and you give it to the Lord, he comes back, bro. And he provided a way. He dropped it in her heart. And like we started watching Star Wars together and she's actually enjoying it. Like she has opinions. She forgets a lot of stuff though. Sometimes I have to remind her important plot points, but it's been amazing. Hey, Abby, if you're listening to this, I'm very proud of you. Abby, I love you. John 16:33. I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. Come on. Jesus told us things so we found peace in him. In this world you will have trouble. Look, the world's tough. COVID's out there. But take heart. I have overcome the world. Whoa, whoa, whoa. World? Jesus over the world. COVID? Jesus over COVID. Come on. My schooling career? Jesus over that. Flip it, bro. That is wild. And if you just want to declare something as well while you're listening, like what, what is Jesus over right now? Yeah, what's he over in your life? What's he over in your life, Jared? He is over my studies. Come on, bro. And he is over my future. Whew. So I am trusting Jesus over, over the, what the world says about me. So, Abby yeah. and I want to buy a house. He's over my hunt for a house. He is. Like he knows. He knows those things. And he cares deeply about it. Also, Jesus... Man, Jesus is just there with us. I love, I'm so grateful for Jesus. But we don't understand why things happen, but Jesus is there through it all. Wow. Sure. Just take a moment to sit on that um, and actually process that. That Jesus, no matter what hard times you're going through, no matter what hard realities you're facing right now, that Jesus is there through it all. So just practically, some of you guys have swapped schools. Some of you guys are doing just something solely different than what you expected. some that are doing homeschool. Yeah, you've, you're homeschooling now. Um, you, your school is not super great online, and so it's confusing. Some of you are doing a lot more work alone than you expected. Um, yeah, some of you guys are incredible athletes, like rugby players, hockey players, and you, you've lost those things this year. But take heart, Jesus has overcome the world. And in the, in the end, those, as important they are, those are things of the world, and Jesus is bigger than that. And I think it goes a little bit further that, that not just that he has overcome the world, but he actually has peace to offer you. Come on. And peace to give you. So that's and, a great question for us to chat about right now. What situation do you need peace in at the moment? Write that down and actually write an answer down. Maybe chat to your group. What situation do you need peace in at the moment? We're wrapping this up, but we spoke about mourning, uh, grieving what's happened. And uh, one of the things about mourning is you've got to break out and you get some endorphins. And Jared, I've seen you do this, bro. You started running, man. You're oh. like, I'm going to get those endorphins. The what run happened, and not bro? grow wearies, bro. <laughs> <laughs> run and not grow weary. Dude, it's so hot right now. Grow weary every day. What's, what, made, what motivated you to get out there? Honestly, it's just, I think the endorphin rush, the, actually the, the healthy lifestyle that I want to see in my own life because I, I realized last year what, what was actually really hard and that I couldn't get out. And, and I know beaches are closed at, at the current moment. Um, maybe it's changed by the time this podcast goes out. Um, but actually, I know that for me to be in a healthy space, I've got to be healthy in all areas of my life. Yeah. Um, and, and one of the biggest things for me mentally was that I was not exercising last year. And so I was not getting like what you'd call a release. 
um, not something that would help me process my thoughts and, and actually like get those healthy and good hormones into my brain. Sure, that's, that's so good. So yeah guys, sometimes you gotta do hard things, go for a run. Let Jesus into your situation fully because he can turn every situation around. And that's the thing of like, he works all things together for the good, for those who are called mm. according to his purposes. And you're called according to his purposes. And if you love him and you're called according to his purposes, no matter how dark things are, as actually to go stream it doesn't matter who's died in your family, in your life, like every one of those situations, Jesus is going to work for the good. He didn't want the bad to happen, but he's going to use it to bring gold out of your life. Yeah, and I think it goes further than that. If you look at Colossians 3 verse 11, it speaks about how Jesus that he is our all in all. Well, let me say that again. He is our all in all. So when you speak about that, he is needing us to fully submerge in him into every single situation. Yeah. That he is all we need in all situations. Yeah. And that's all we'll ever need. So super practically, next week we're going to talk about how to grieve and the five stages of grief. So we're going to get really practical next week. But right now we want to say like one of the best things we can do is to take time and rejoice and be in worship. I want to encourage you guys to go read 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 to 18. Do you want to read it for us, Jay? Have you got it there? Uh, Jay's, Jay's going to find now. that for a moment. But um, basically in every day, no matter what's happening, Jesus has a gift and an opportunity for you. And so one of the practices I have in my life at the end of the day, no matter how rough it was, no matter how tired I got, I'm like, Jesus, what did you have for me to today? And if you just said, like, today, I'm your comfort. Or today, that one conversation you had, that was powerful. If you go home at the end of a long day and you love your wife, you honor your parents, like, that's good. Jay, read that for us. Be joyful always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. People often say, Ben, I don't know what God wants me to do. Right there. That's his will for your life. Go read it. 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 to 18. Here's the last group question. Then we land this podcast and let you guys get into some group time. What gifts and opportunities can you find in your everyday with Jesus? And I want you to ask that of yourself. And what are the things that you can look for in your everyday? Jerry, bro, I love chatting with you. You're full of wisdom. And so are you, bro. And you're the most fun. So, Come on, guys. Thanks for joining us for this week's Connect podcast. Have a great pod group session this week. We'll see you again next week. Mm-hmm.